How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of English Encore. I'm your host, Nick English. Thank you all for tuning in. Today, I'm be doing a Bills schedule prediction, going week by week, who I think the Bills are going to play before their actual schedule comes out. I'm going to go over a win-loss prediction for the Bills for their 2020 season, and I'll be talking about some big four hoops to end the show today. So, starting off, I'm going to go through the 17-week schedule that I came up with which I think is my prediction of what the Bills schedule could look like. Um, so basically, how I did this was I kind of went back over the past two to three years, um, looked at home away games, when they usually played, when they've had bye weeks, stuff like that. Um, and I'm also going to be going over how many of these games I think are going to be in prime time. Um, last year, if you look at the Bills schedule, technically they played – three games in prime time because um, you played the Cowboys on Thanksgiving so it doesn't really count necessarily as a Thursday night game because Thanksgiving falls on Thursday um, the Bills game got flexed to Saturday first the Patriots um, towards the end of the season and then uh, the Bills game got flexed first the Steelers on the road to Sunday night football so just going based off stuff like that so, to have the Bills starting off, I'm having them week one facing the Pittsburgh Steelers at home. Um, you know, the Bills have been on the road the past two years. Um, and I think the Steelers would be a good matchup for them. Just because they beat the Steelers to clinch their playoff, um, clinch their playoff berth. And then, um, just recently, NFL was talking about coming out with a new playoff format that would add one more team. In each conference of playoffs, so the Steelers would have been that team had that been the new rule. Um, it's an intriguing matchup. Big Ben will probably be back. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster, James Conner, um, really good matchup. Then week two, I have the Bills going on the road versus the Tennessee Titans. Um, another playoff matchup from last year. Um, you know, the Bills went on the road and beat Tennessee last year early on in the season after Josh Allen came back. Um, from a concussion week three I have them traveling away and playing the New York Jets um, week four I have them at home versus the Los Angeles Chargers a really intriguing game there um, Anthony Lynn former Bills coach slash offensive coordinator coming back and potentially a Tyrod Taylor revenge game who knows um, who knows if he'll be starting for them or not um, they've been rumored to be linked to Justin Herbert in the draft, so um, I think it'd be pretty cool if Tyrod was starting. Uh, first, the Bills at home week four. Week five, I have them on the road in Arizona. Week six, I have the Bills playing their first primetime game of the season. I have them playing away on Monday Night Football against the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I think that's going to be a really intriguing game. Um, you know, the Bills and 49ers have a little bit of a um, history. If you go, like, way back to when Kelly and Montana were playing, they had some really good games against one another. Um, 49ers obviously just in the Super Bowl, so a really good opportunity for the Bills to prove themselves in what I would say would be their first really true tough test on the season so far. If this schedule goes the way it does, um, Titans were obviously in the playoffs, but all the games prior to the one, uh, the one I just said are definitely winnable. 49ers is really the first one where um, I think it could go either way for the Bills. 
Um, week seven, I have them coming home and facing the Dolphins. Week eight, everyone's favorite game of the year in Buffalo at home versus the New England Patriots. Really interested to see what Tom Brady decides to do. I ultimately think he's going to come back. Um, but I, hopefully this year this will be the Bills season to finally win the AFC East. Then week 9, before they go to a week 10 bye week, um, I have predicted. I have them on the road in Las Vegas against the Raiders. Um, and I have that as a Thursday night game. Um the Bills usually don't get a ton of primetime games, but because of their recent success, I think they're going to get um, more this year just because of Josh Allen intrigue, intriguing matchups. Um, you know, I think they're going to try to probably put the Raiders on a little more than they probably should be this year just because of Las Vegas and the whole new stadium and whatnot. Um, I think it'd be cool. So like I said, week 10, I have them going on a bye. Out of the bye, I have them playing at home against the Seattle Seahawks in another really tough game against Russell Wilson. Week 12, I have them facing another NFC opponent from that division in the Los Angeles Rams. Um, Rams looking to bounce back after a really down year by their standards, just season removed from the Super Bowl last year. Um, week 13, I have the Bills going on the road to face the Denver Broncos. Week 14, I have the Bills coming home and getting a their first home primetime game of the year, having a Sunday night football matchup versus the Kansas City Chiefs, um, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Um, I think it's just a really intriguing matchup over a lot of former Bills on the Chiefs, Reggie Ragland, LaShawn McCoy, Sammy Watkins, who knows if McCoy will be there or not, but... Um, then you have the Tredavious White Patrick Mahomes drama between the Bills trading picks. And a lot of Bills fans say that we could have had Mahomes and vice versa and whatnot. And then week 15, I have the Bills at home against the Jets before finally closing out their seasons. Week 16 against the Patriots on the road, and week 17 to finish the year in Miami. Um, week 16, I have as a Sunday night football game. I think it's going to be one of those kind of like how the Pittsburgh one was or potentially how the Bills-Patriots was this past year where it could get flexed to a Saturday night game. Um, so I kind of just put that on there. So I think the Bills will for sure get three primetime games this year with a potential fourth. Um, I think there's a lot more buzz surrounding the Bills than there has been probably in the past 10 years or so. And I just think the Bills have a really good team and would uh, put some really good primetime games together, especially against some of these AFC teams and NFC teams like the Chiefs and the 49ers, even a team like Seattle. Um, I think those would be some really good games. So now my win-loss projections. So last year, um, a few podcasts ago, I kind of went over how I did in my predictions from um, the previous or season, last season 2019, and I did super well. I actually got the Bills' projected record of 10-6 and six correct. And when I went game by game, I actually got 14 out of 16 correct games called. So I'm hoping to do something similar or even potentially better this year. Um, so week one, I have them opening up with a win versus the Steelers at home. Um, you know, Bills coming off of a playoff appearance, going out in a pretty rough way to the Texans. I think they're going to have a lot of energy built up that first week. And like I said, they've had their past two years on the road in home opener, so... 
I think if we can open at home this year, it's going to be a lot of buzz. Um, a lot of good things going on in Buffalo. So have them starting off 1-0. and Week 2, I have them losing on the road at the Titans to be 1-1. One one. I think Tennessee is just a very tough place to play. Um, it's definitely a winnable game. I just think uh, Rabel's a really good coach. And the Bills, you know, they got to play Marcus Mariota last year. Not that I think Tannehill is um, as great as everyone thinks he is. Anyone in Buffalo knows we got to see him for five, six years in Miami. We know he's really not what everyone thinks he is right now. He had one good season, in my opinion, with the Titans. But I think he is an upgrade over Mariota. The defense is very good, and Derrick Henry obviously showed what he could do. The Bills limited him last year in their win, but definitely a tough task. But I have them losing that one. Week three at the Jets, I have them winning to go to two and one. Um, first game against the Jets. I think it's going to be a lot closer than the games were um, last year and a lot more high scoring. Not that the games weren't close, but um, they were very sloppy. If you know the first game, Bills come back from 16 nothing down, but the Bills had four turnovers. And then the Week 17 game didn't really matter for the Bills, so we didn't really play any of our starters. So um, I do expect us to beat the Jets in MetLife to go 2-1. and one. Then I have them winning to go 3-1 and one at home versus the Chargers, potentially against former friend Tyrod Taylor. Week 5, I have them beating the Arizona Cardinals on the road. I think the Cardinals are a very up-and-coming team. I think they're going to surprise a lot of people next year. I actually wouldn't be surprised if they made a wild card. Um, I think Kyler Murray's super talented. I think Kenyon Drake fits their offense really well. Um, and I believe they're going to move on from David Johnson, so... That'll be able to free up some more cap space. Larry Fitzgerald's coming back. Um, defense obviously needs to get better, but they do have some young pieces such as Buda Baker. Um, week 6 in my Monday Night Football against 49ers on the road, I have the Bills losing 4-2. Um, and two. 49ers really, really good defensively. Bills and their defense stack up pretty well against each other, but I think the 49ers pass rush um, is just a lot better than ours currently. Who knows what will happen during free agency, but um, I think Cody Ford or Deion Dawkins will have a tough time matching up with Nick Bosa, so I think it would be potentially a long day for Allen. Um, week 7, I have them winning at home against the Dolphins to go to 5-2. and two. Then Week 8, I have them losing at home against the Patriots. Um, it's really a 50-50 game. I think it's going to be a lot better than last year. I think Josh is more prepared now for potentially a big game like that. Um, but I just it's still their division until proven otherwise. And the Patriots just have our number at home. Um, a lot of this loss prediction is solely on the fact I think Brady will be back. If it's not him, I think it's a win. Um, then I have them going on the road and beating the Raiders on Thursday Night Football to go 6-3 and three going into their bye week, week 10. Week 11, I have them coming out and losing at home to the Seattle Seahawks. Um, Seattle's still a very good team. Russell Wilson's very dynamic. They have a lot of good young players. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. Um, they just signed Greg Olson, who was potentially going to sign with the Bills. Um, good running game between Chris Carson, um, CJ Procise, Rashard Penny. Who knows if Marshawn Lynch is going to come back and stay there or not. Week 12, I have them beating the Los Angeles Rams at home. I think this is going to be another really good game, potentially high scoring. 
a couple former Bills on the Rams as well between Nikel Roby Coleman and Robert Woods, um, making their first appearance back in Buffalo since going to the Rams. Week 13, I have them beating the Broncos on the road to move to 8-4. and four. Potential Josh Allen-Drew Locke matchup. Week 14 at home versus Kansas City. I have us losing to the Chiefs. 8 to move to 8-5 and five overall. Um, I think that's actually going to be a lot better of a game than a lot of people think. Um, I'm sure a lot of people think that the Bills would get blown out by Kansas City, but Bills have a really good defense. I think Tredavious White can... Um, stay with Tyreek Hill better than most corners in the NFL. And I think Jordan Poyer and High over the top definitely helps that. Um, and I think they still have some question marks in Kansas City. Um, I don't think Damian Williams is as good um, as he appeared in the playoffs. I think he's your average starter. Um, I think Devin Singletary is going to be better than him. And it'll definitely be a uh, tough game, but I do think we're going to end up losing it. Week 15, I have them beating the Jets at home to go to 9-5. Week 16, I have us beating the Patriots in Foxborough to move to 10-5. Um, I was really encouraged with what Josh Allen, the offense, did last year in Foxborough. If anything, the defense really let us down in that game. So I think it's going to be a big revenge game sort of for the Bills going into Foxborough and picking up a win, potential playoff spot on the line. And then finally... Week 17, I have us beating the Miami Dolphins in Miami to move to 11-5. And, and I believe 11-5 will be good enough to win the AFC East. Um, I do think even with Tom Brady back, um, there's more susceptible to lose games that they might not. I still think the Bills have the better defense than the Patriots. And I think with if they do decide to bring back Brady, they're not going to have the money to pay. Um, Jason McCourty, who's a free agent, or maybe it's Devin McCourty. One of the McCourty brothers is a free agent. Um, they're not going to be able to pay both. They aren't going to be able to pay one of their offensive linemen as well. So um, I just don't see it being a very good cap situation for the Patriots if they do bring Brady back, which I think leaves a window of opportunity for the Bills to sneak in and win the AFC what or East, excuse me, at 11 and five. And I think that'll be good for a third spot in the AFC. Um, so now moving on to some big four hoops. I'm just going to go over something or the team's records and whatnot quick. And I want to just give a little um, tad bit about Canisius. So Canisius right now is 9-16 and 16 overall. Really tough year for the Golden Griffins. They're 4-10 and 10 in the MAC, which is last place, unfortunately. Niagara is also currently 9-16 and 16 overall, but they are 7-7 seven and seven in the MAC, which is tied for 6th. St. Bonaventure is 17-9, and they're 9-4 and in the Atlantic 10, which is fourth for the Atlantic 10. They're having a really good year after starting off the season very slow, um, losing both Canisius and UB up in Buffalo. Um, really tough road trip for them. And then UB is also 17-9, they're 8-5 in the Mid-American Conference, which is good for third. UB has kind of had an up-and-down season, but Javon Graves and Deion Jordan are really starting to turn it on. And I think UB actually is going to have a really good chance to win that conference in the tournament. Same thing with St. Bonaventure. I think they have a really good opportunity to um, potentially sneak into a bubble spot if they can't win um, the Atlantic 10, if they can continue to put 
forth good performances, get some more wins, and potentially finish in the semifinals or finals of the A-10. Um, I think they could be a bubble team. Um, Niagara's been a surprise so far in the back. I think they're going to make it a lot farther um, than many expected. Um, really, the season they thought was going to be lost once um, Bayheim stepped down, but um, they've done a really nice job there. Their new coach has done an excellent job for them. They beat Canisius just last week. Um, Canisius, they're just not what they should be, honestly. Um, they shouldn't be last in the MAC, not with what the players they have on their roster, especially with a guy like Malik Johnson. Um, as a Canisius fan, it's very frustrating because personally, not a huge fan of Reggie Witherspoon. I don't think he's a good coach. Um, I think he puts them in very bad situations late in games, uses timeouts improperly, doesn't put in the right lineups, and his motion offense is the most predictable thing in Division One basketball. Um, I could probably go out there and stop. It's the same thing over and over again. Um, he just doesn't have the recruiting sense he needs. All of his best players um, that he had the past few years have either graduated or left. Um, Isaiah Reese just dropped 34 points for the Santa Cruz Warriors in the G League last week. And Carl Molson's currently um, sitting out um, because he transferred to Seton Hall, who's enjoying a really good season. They'll probably be a three seed in the upcoming NCAA tournament. Um, he'll probably start or be one of the first guys off the bench for them next year. Um, but the reason I want to talk about Kinesis is because of the news with um, John Beeline and him stepping down um, from the Cleveland Cavaliers as their head coach. They said he's going to still remain involved in the organization as a whole. Um, I think it'd be really good for Kinesis to try to recruit him to come back to be their head coach. Um, I know it's kind of a long shot just because there are going to be a lot of coveted um, or a lot of Division One teams coveting um, him to be their head coach. And who knows if he's actually going to go back um, into coaching. He could just stay with the Cavs in a different role for um, the rest of his basketball time. But we don't really know that yet. Um, personally, I just think he wants to go back because of how things went with the Cavs, I think he wants a shot to redeem himself, show he still is a good coach, just maybe not at the NBA level, but at the college level. And I think it would be a really good story for him to come back to Canisius to potentially lead them to their first MAC title and MAC tournament or NCAA tournament appearance since he left. It was the last time that Canisius made it. So um, I just think it would work great all the way around. Um, he's obviously very familiar with Buffalo. Um, his son's still around here from what I know. I um, wonder if he'll um, get another coaching job around in Buffalo. He was at LeMoyne, obviously stepped down at Niagara. But um, it also put more fans in the seats for Canisius. Right now they're not doing great with attendance from all the games I've been to. Um, and I think it would just bring a new energy to the Kessler Athletic Center. And I believe they'd be able to get some more um, solid recruits to come in and play at Canisius. But yeah, that's pretty much going to do it. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Like I said, we'll see how close I am when the Bills schedule actually comes out. 11-5 um, is my record prediction. Next week, I'm going to talk about the NHL trade deadline, winners and losers. Monday is the deadline to make trades, so probably a few more trades coming up. Um, and then I'm going to talk about whether I think the LA Lakers or the LA Clippers have the better chance to win the NBA title this year. And then finally, I'm going to talk about the thoughts on the NFL potential new playoff format 
in which they'd be adding one team to each conference for um, playoff teams, and there would only be one team getting the bye week to start the playoffs. But yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Appreciate all the support from everyone, and I hope everyone tunes in next week and you all enjoy your weekend. Thanks.